1: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back, like a butt crack, once again, to another episode of the Sacred Icon Podcast. We're here with episode 84, but don't shut that door, guys. It's me, Joshua Hargis. Join with me, as always, is my buddy, my pal, my friend, Brian Arvette, but we've heard you guys, you're like, you guys are good, but where's that seasoning, you know? There's just gotta have that seasoning just to make it all so good. Well, we got some for you. We got a whole lot of seasoning, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us for the first time, and a huge honor, is none other than the Act Man. What's up, dude? The Spice Boy. <laughs> I'm that seasoning. The Spice Boy. Can you wow.
2: believe he's
0: here on, on the show, the Act Man himself. How you doing, man? Yes.
2: Doing pretty good. How are you guys? doing fantastic. great Excellent. you know i think uh, apparently from the sound of that intro man jeez that was yeah <laughs> josh is the king of intros here if you go th-
0: back I to the podcast
2: that. I appreciate that keep
0: going you practice that. this
1: beforehand like, What's that? Did, some you... some of them i do other ones i'm like man i gotta just willy-nilly at that one i kind of went i kind of yeah. pulled that one he's out got some ass, that are really honest.
0: elaborate in last minutes and then like so we're doing we're doing like beforehand we're recording and he's like two minutes deep in this intro and he screws up and he goes fuck
1: <laughs> and then you have oh to redo yeah, we do the
0: whole thing all over
1: again. Oh. Uh, we need just a montage of me saying that and
0: just Yeah, for sure. That, yeah.
1: <laughs> but oh, yeah, so I was going to start
0: by saying uh kind of I was going to let you know Actban kind of how I discovered your content, which I thought was kind of a cool story. So, I work at a hospital and this was 2019. I was at the hospital and it was just coming up on Halo 3's uh would have been 12th anniversary, so September mm. 25th. And I was like feeling so nostalgic for it. So I was like, as I was working, I put an earbud in and I was like, I'm going to listen to some, some Halo content. And I was, I came across a couple different things. One of the things was your videos on Halo, nice. which I, I, I like listened in my pocket. And then when I was like somewhere, I wasn't going to get caught. I was watching it and I was just like, I was listening to the Halo 5 one, the Halo 4 one, just a bunch of your different videos. And um, you were one of the major content creators that I was listening to in regards to Halo. There's a couple others, some podcasts and stuff. Praise <laughs> fist. And the funny that. thing is, the funny thing is, it's like oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm working and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I don't really, you know, have the knowledge to do anything like this, but I, I really enjoy this kind of content. And I feel, I feel like I have something to offer as far as Halo content goes. So that was actually kind of the inception of Sacred Icon was listening to a few different content creators like yourself mm. and thinking, I wonder if I could do something like that. And when I did it, I thought you know i'm probably only gonna get like 10 listeners you know a couple people so you know we ended up a few months later starting sacred icon josh and i and it's luckily became something that's gotten much bigger than 10 listeners mm-hmm. and it's just
1: kind of cool to like we we thought it would guests. be just our family and friends and now none of our family yeah none of our exactly. family listens to it. we don't what the hell is halo we don't yeah, to <laughs> yeah. That. But, oh that's fine i mean <laughs>
2: yeah. even my parents like my dad kind of asks the same question every time he sees me. He's like, "How's your latest video?" You know, with, you know, and I'll, I'll tell some? him what yeah. the topic is, but I can't really go too much further in that because he's like not familiar with a lot of stuff. Uh, ah, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is when people like people check
0: in on me too, and they're like, "Oh, what's how's it going with the with Secret Icon?" And it's like, basically, all I can say is good. Like, I know they want to be like you know they want to help out, but it's oh, like if yeah. I say much more than. Like, That's all talking? that
2: matters is that they're just trying to be supportive and yeah. not something they understand, you know? Yeah. But absolutely. it's still cool. It's still cool. Yeah. But you yeah, so do. Are you winning, go ahead, go ahead. son? Yeah. Yeah. That's that <laughs> a exactly.
0: familiar line, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's just kind of crazy to think, like, you know, two years, a little over about two years later, after, you know, listening to the, your content and, and stuff like that, we've had other people on that, that I used to listen to. We have you on now, and it's just a cool thing to come full circle. Um, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, when I first discovered you, I was like, you know this dude has like a purposeful dude bro vibe, but mm-hmm. the thing is, he makes it cool. You know, like everybody <laughs> says, dude bro, like it's like usually they say it's like he's an insult sometimes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, he's bro. just a dude bro, but it's like, but Act Man makes it cool.
2: So I'm just like Yeah, you, you roll dude, trying to go surfing later and then play video games. Stop, <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely>. ah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I mean that's kind of uh, that's kind of always been the vibe I've had, kind of as a person hmm I mean you know you got your friend groups and you do your dumb shit in school and you develop those kind of like inside jokes or like right um, kind of Maybe personas that that people in the group all kind of do yeah if that makes sense but um so I've always I've always been like into physical activities and uh, track and cross country basketball nice um, same you know, just all these all these sports growing up, and so I was always a very physical kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also loved to just sit on my ass and play video games all the time. So it's kind of like there, and I would do all this stuff with my friends too. Like I'd go to cross country meets with my friends, or we'd go to like nationals, where it's like best you know five hundred kids in the nation in this age group. Oh shit! And I'd be one of them. Oh a thousand nice. or whatever or something. It's awesome. Yeah. Go out to Nevada and run in the cornfields for like forty minutes. <laughs> that w- was see, pretty experience. awesome.
0: But see, that's that's important to like touch on because I feel like you know, there's always been there's always that stigma of like, oh, if you're like huge into video games, you must be like, a, you know, a low life or something like that. And it's just like I, something I've touched on in podcasts before. We've done is like, I didn't shave
2: my my neck beard so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Josh, that's when you're familiar. That's when Josh, I remember we were doing the episode where Josh talked about trying to get like Force Awakens action figures before the movie came out and how they all got stole by neckbeards waiting in line for 12 yeah, hours dude. and buying a cart full. Um, like two
1: per person. Those guys like don't have to tell me twice. that <laughs> shit.
0: But no, you can you can totally have like a, a legit life, an awesome life with lots of stuff going on and still be passionate about this stuff, which leads me into what I want to first ask you. Uh, act man like how did how did this all start for you maybe it's something you've covered on your channel maybe uh,
2: most of your fans i think i you put. said it
1: in one of the videos but i want to hear but it like so. how did oh. how did this it was, all it start? was MCC, like, it was wasn't it
2: yeah well it was it was a few things right it was like mcc being so broken and like me being so hyped for it and i was just like no no this can't be this can't be right <laughs> yeah this isn't how it is heart you knows in like denial and <laughs> feel that I mean, it exaggerated, of course, but, like, when it first, first came out, I mean, I was, like, pissed, dude. Like, me and my brother, my buddies, we would get together and, like, routinely, like, tr- just try to find matches on MCC for months. For months. And it was, like, mostly a frustrating experience that just kind of left us pissed off. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we had a lot of fun. Um, but it was really just, like... Oh man, why was MCC? Why was it like this? And but the so I was like, I was upset about the direction Halo had been taking since like four, Mm -hmm. and I I really just wanted to discuss that. But I'd always been passionate enough about video games that you know I'd be like, damn, why have I? Why do I keep replaying Paper Mario? Like, why do I keep replaying that? Why is it so good? why is it so awesome? Why do I like it so much? And asking these questions but never really sitting down to write out what my answers were. Yeah. And So that's why I have like that, that series. like Why is it so awesome? Or bad or mediocre or whatever. It's because I it's kind of that. like, yeah. that's just me writing down my reasons to myself, yeah. like, why I like this game. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe future me will come back and see that video and be like, oh... I'm going to replay that for the 12th time. Yeah. Okay, this is a long-winded answer about... (laughs) No, you're good. No, No, keep going, man. Good to hear it, yeah. 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 In podcasts, you're meant to ramble, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. you got all the time in the world. (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: it's
1: great. I love hearing it.
2: So, really, really, the channel came from... I mean, if I look at all the pieces... And it it is interesting how my answer to this question changes over time. Mm -hmm. Or at least I find more about it. But, like, the athletic video gaming dude bro background combined with um... yeah, just like passion for video games and um... being upset about Halo. Yeah. (laughs) But also trying to make something fun. I mean, my first video was like a League of Legends video and I was really big into League at the time Mm -hmm. so it was my darker years. But um... But yeah, so I...
1: i had a lot of passions kind of colliding into this at once i got well man i think we can relate to that yeah i was gonna say because i grew up playing a shits on a basketball when i was younger so and when i get played video games the reason i played them was just to play basketball games i was like if i can't go outside if it's too dark i'll play nba live inside you know so that's what i did and ended up getting 2k and it started getting me to get a dreamcast and then from there get all the other consoles and playing nba street and shit and then uh Moved from there into actually trying different stuff and playing different video games and Halo being one of them. And um, yeah, I went from there and kept going and met Brian years later and stuff like that. And it's funny, dude, because when there was, I want, yeah, it was 2014. So I'm at like, there was like a year where I just didn't play video games at all. I checked out and I just My wasn't as God. interested. Yeah, I know. Shameful, right? So anyway, uh, <laughs> that happens. And. I'm getting back in touch. I had not seen Brian for a bit. I get back in touch with him, and uh, he tells me MCC's coming out, and I'm like, what's MCC? And then he like fills me in and everything, and I'm getting hyped, and I'm, I'm getting back into Halo stuff, because I, when I played Halo 4 the first time, I was like, I don't understand what I'm doing at all. <laughs> so He was
0: disillusioned with Halo 4, and I brought I, yeah. him on board and got him hyped for MCC,
1: only to let him down at long. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. and that's the thing, too, is I built it up, so I'm like, okay, man, so just to paint a picture, like... He tells me about that. I get the Xbox One, and I'm like, you know what? I could go play any of these on the 360, but I'm not. I haven't touched these in a long time. I'm going to make this release all the more special. And one of my friends is like, I'll play co-op with you, dude. We used to play it back then. We used to land it up and everything. And it gets to midnight launch, and I'm like messaging him, and he's not replying. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm starting to like freak out. And then uh, it's got that day one patch, which took forever. I bought it physically at the time, so I didn't have Uh any of that shit installed. And then I'm telling Brian, and Brian's like, you know, I'm telling him, man, my other friend's not hitting me up and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, you you can come over and play with me. I was like, yeah, okay. So then I go over there and finish. And it's like 4 in the morning at this point. That patch is, like, still downloading. And we play through the entirety of Halo 1, and it gets to the very last mission. And right as we're about to get on the longsword, it kicks me from the game. I don't get the achievement for beating it. And I am so pissed. And I look at Brian, and Brian starts laughing in this most batshit crazy laugh. And I wanted to hit him so hard. Oh. I mean,
0: the game was such a shit show the whole night. And then it just like the second we finish the campaign, he gets kicked, doesn't get the achievement, and I get I get it solo. And it was just like oh. I'm just laughing at this the situation because it was just
2: oh. it was so I, bad, you know. And like, I would never forgive him for that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> it's not his well, fault. Well, he hasn't
0: forgot. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's not it's not Brian's fault, but um, you can't forgive him after that.
1: <laughs> Unforgivable. Yeah, yeah and then the trying like, to do. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead.
0: Well, as I said, we always try to like put a positive spin on everything here. But I mean, we've from from the beginning of doing this podcast, we've we've been very clear like MCC was just like the most broken thing ever. You know, it wasn't it wasn't one of those situations where oh a character walked through the wall, this wasn't ready. It's like this game just doesn't function on multiple uh, levels. It was you know? soul
2: crushing. That's uh, like <laughs> it was kind of funny because we'd be sitting there waiting for a match and we'd be like my brother and I would be frustrated and and we'd just start like fighting about some something dumb. Like like trying to find matches in MCC was like
1: negatively affecting my relationship <laughs> with my brother at the negative time. energy, dude. In yeah, that music yeah, no. is now synonymous with me. That anytime oh. that plays, I'm like, well, I'm depressed. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, oh, there's a couple of songs that play on the main menu that I I
2: don't like. Because it's like all that time spent waiting in the menu. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah, I think same. a lot of people feel that way, honestly.
1: Yeah, I can't stand it. I'll just so mute my television. Are you
0: are you low key saying that like MCC helped you have your career?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean MCC, Halo Five, League of Legends, also every video game I've loved and hated up to this yeah. point. You know, but those were kind of like, man, I really want to like talk about this, even if I talk to. A few people and I just like rant and it's not that good I just really want to start talking about video games
1: um, yeah oh, dude you got the There's voice for it man whenever I started watching your content I was like I wish my voice was as cool as this dudes it just like sells itself so well and then I would start watching the content like I was watching I wish I could remember what one it was I want to say it's the ODST one I think you did in 2018 mm-hmm. but anyway at one point in time it's that one or another one but it was Halo one specifically and you cut and you make a joke about talking about how I think Paper Mario had like way too much text or, so, or it had a shit ton of text in it or something. Dude, that stuff was hilarious because when I was at that point in 2014, I was wanting to watch videos like that. That were almost in a sense retrospectives for mm-hmm. you personally, you know, like for your experiences and stuff. And like that wasn't really out there at the time, at least that I could find. And then now that I've seen this stuff in the like past year, there's times I constantly go back and I'll rewatch your stuff or I'll add it to like a list. Oh, I'm like, okay. Yeah, That's awesome. because it's just, yeah, dude, super good stuff. You
0: know what's so funny? Like, actually, the first the first time that me and Actman went back and forth DMing on Twitter was it was actually, so this is this is so hilarious, right? So everybody thinks that, I feel like a lot of times people expect the same content to come from the same people. So I had watched, like, your video on Halo 5, like, before we started Sacred Icon. Loved it. Thought it was... <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I, 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 agree, I agreed with a lot of the things you said. I know you were very harsh on it, and I'm like, well, yeah, Halo 5 had a lot of issues.
2: So, I'm just shaking my head and cringing just because, like, those older videos, you know what I mean? Like, when I, I wish like I represent you as much yeah. now. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get but, that. Uh, keep going, sorry. No, but I remember, oh, so
0: I made a post, you know, because, and I don't know if you've if you've gathered this or not from our stuff, uh, Axeman, but, like, our stuff's always trying to lean into the positive. Like, we're not going to lie about oh, things. We're not going to color code for things. For sure. Like, We've said Halo 5 story sucks, and we, we we think it sucks, it's really bad, but we also think the game has amazing gameplay, a really fun campaign moment, stuff like that, so I made this tweet that blew up that was like, Halo 5 Guardians is a good game, or something like that, and it was blowing up, and then Actman put like, I don't remember what you put there, <laughs> but you made some little joke about how like, Halo 5, like, are you shitting me, or something, I don't remember <laughs> what you said.
2: Oh, that and- funny to see. I hope I wasn't. I hope I wasn't in that time period where I was like, um, what would be the word? Just like, just like, kind of walking around like pissed about Halo all the time. Like, there's people that that do that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I've had that. I was, I've had that before.
2: Yeah, I, I was in that phase a bit, like after MCC and Halo Five. And you can kind of you can kind of feel that in those older Halo Five videos of mine. I mean. I still stand by some of the the stuff that I say, but a lot of it, I feel like I was either like too too mean or I just don't like the way I came across about it. I get that. That makes sense. No, I get it. That makes so sense. No. I, I realized I didn't want to be like one of those people that's just walking around pissed about Halo all the time. Yeah. Because what's the fun in that? I did that for like a year, year and a half, two years maybe. Now I'm like, I want to talk about so- stuff I like. Yeah. even if it's like halo related or not halo related so i do appreciate you guys is like being more on the positive side i don't think there's anything wrong with that in fact that it's probably better than the opposite side of the spectrum where you just you know bitching yeah. about stuff all the time yeah
0: yeah well While i think, I think that, the, I think the important thing for us is that is that we're honest about it you know because every now and then we get people who don't actually really consume any of our content they just see the twitter and passing And they think that we're just uh, like 343 shilling. But if you listen to any of our content, we've talked about a myriad of things that
1: 343 did that we thought were just plain bad or sucked. Or Dude, I remember being in his room playing that and the multiplayer wouldn't even load. And I'm like, and then the whole like first thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, And I was like pacing back and forth in my oversized like double XL or no, I think it was like triple XL Halo 2 shirt from like 2004. I didn't even fit in it anymore. And I'm, like, pacing back and forth so pissed. And I'm like, how could they do this? You know? Yeah. I, and so many other things. So many other expletives. But, yeah, I was so it, pissed. Yeah,
0: it was just so funny because so I made this post and this tweet had, like, I don't know, two, 3,000 likes and then... The very first comment that was picking up steam was Act Man's talk, which was like it was oh, like nice. opposite. It was like it was basically something I don't, do not remember what it said. I wish I had to gather it before it was something like, uh-huh. "Are you are you crazy? Are you sm- crack and smoke or whatever <laughs> smoking crack?" And I wasn't offended at all because I you know I'm not I'm not an easily offended person. I understand how like internet sem- semantics work, and I knew your material, so I'm just right, like right, yeah. this is the Act Man <laughs> yeah. being the Act Man, and I like and I like. I don't know if I commented on it or anything but I I only stayed positive about it and so the whole day I remember watching my tweet and your response to it and I'm like please god just <laughs> let my let tweet have you know. let my tweet at least have more than his <laughs> and at the end of the day I think I had like I don't know like 80 to 100 more that was it but I was yeah. but at the end of the day it was like everyone saw both and and the funny thing is every now and then we'll say something positive about Halo 5 completely unrelated and someone will say I don't know. Have you seen the Ackman's video? I think you're wrong, and it's like, <laughs> dude, I've seen the Ackman's video more than once. I agree with a lot of it, but we're, we're talking about something different here. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, oh,
2: like I,
0: I really respect Ackman's opinion. I, I like that dude, but there's more than just one opinion out there, you know? Yeah. But it's cool that you've earned such a you know uh, a reputation that people can go. I don't even want to defend myself or make an argument. I want to just lop this Ackman video out there and you just want to direct people me.
1: to it because it's like it just summarizes I, it. I guess it's a good. Uh way to
2: to get promotion like without really doing anything Mm -hmm. but I always do um, I never wanted uh, to be like an echo chamber type channel Mm -hmm. where it's like I don't know if you you see people on like Twitter or Instagram when they post they post something and they're like if you disagree then I'm just gonna block you or I don't care if you unfollow me you know and they do this like Mm kind of dance about like ugh if you're not in my echo chamber, yeah, you know, exactly. i don't even care. and it's like like the I've door. had a lot of good conversations with people i disagree with and i don't i never wanted to be like a channel where everyone's like unanimous. i mean, i hope people like are unanimous in that they like the video and that they enjoy it and that it's entertaining and that maybe they subscribe and like and that maybe they click the notification bell and maybe even <laughs> donate to the patreon <laughs> yeah. i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> no, i that's, get that though i, mean, I think there's a lot of harmony to be found within disharmony for sure when it comes to stuff like that so
2: well i mean and if you're like you know if you're talking about video games i mean how how seriously should you actually be taking that conversation too that's why i don't get like super butt hurt like if you try to tell me banjo 2 is the worst game you've ever played i mean i will be mad, but that'll be on the inside. I won't actually be like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think there's, a, like, when I watch videos that are very critical, whether they're yours or someone else's about a video game, like, it resonates with your audience because they feel the same way about the con- about the game. But the thing I've learned as, like, being a content creator is that I've started, like, it really became obvious to me as a content creator, like, there's people behind these products that we don't like you know and then that's where it came in that's where we kind of like started moving more towards this positive angle where we're like we're not going to lie and say like Halo 5 was a great I'm just using it as an example it doesn't have to be Halo but you know we're not going to lie and say Halo 5 was a, this great game that that everyone didn't it just went over everyone's heads and they didn't see that it was also <laughs> it was awesome like no it really it really had a lot of problems a lot of ways it wasn't awesome but let's look at all these other things that were so cool about it and also think about the fact that you know there's developers behind the scenes that worked really hard on this or or maybe there's something like maybe something in like a level of Halo 5 was badass but some of the stupidest story decisions happened there so we yeah. don't even notice that person's work you know so it's just like i think i think it makes sense to to talk about a lot of the critiques when you're a content creator making your content cuz it resonates with your audience but i think it's also um, you know healthy as a content creator to realize like in the same way you make content and you want people to like it that's what people hoped for like i feel so bad for the writer behind halo 5 because it's like maybe yeah, maybe Brian if Reed. it was all if it was truly all his fault for that writing that doesn't make him a bad man. person i
2: just you know i also wasn't as good at making content at that point so i just kind of i think i just latched on to him as like a uh scapegoat scapegoat yeah Yeah. or just like you're like trying to you're responsible yeah he's got the face to blame yeah i know
1: totally well dude if yeah if it means anything i watched that video or i watched that series last year and i remember enjoying it and i was nodding you know along with it and everything and and feeling that and then you know i've watched your stuff here and there through the years well just this last year i mean and then uh re-watching some of the stuff and seeing some of the new stuff like the new vegas one recently and like man like I can see there's such there's like a, a shift, you know, almost too in, in how you conduct yourself and everything. And like when mm-hmm. you had like the new Vegas one, especially I was so fond of because I put 20 hours into it, like I said, way back one day. And I had to shelve it because I was like too many other games I'm playing. I'm like, I need to wait so I can like fully I can whole ass this, not half ass the experience. Yeah. Right. And I'm watching that and I'm like, fuck, I want to play that game right now and i'm trying to get through cyberpunk which is still a broken mess and then i'm trying to get yeah. through i want to play halo wars 2 and all this other stuff well i'm watching that and your enthusiasm like gets through so well and i'm wanting to play it afterward i'm wanting to like listen to people talk about this game that isn't relevant at all but you made it like relevant in my mind and yeah. then also any of the criticisms you had or any anything like i think you, you you talked at one point about how it's still like still kind of buggy like it crashes sometimes on oh, pc yeah. and stuff yeah and I thought that makes like it, all of that stuff seems objectively fair to critique and everything. So I, I love personally getting to hear your opinions on that stuff, especially when I don't know about it as well. So it's very informative. I think I
2: have developed because um, in the realm of video game opinions, right, where we're not the most <laughs> rational uh, group of dudes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or dudes and women, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of a lot of gamers are will just get pissed off if you shit on their favorite thing, right? Right. So I think I I think I have developed a a better and healthier way to point out a game's flaws and criticize them by not like always resorting to uh, an angry outburst about it. <laughs> um, I think you know I think that's Angry Joe's thing. And I think yeah. he, he owns yeah. it well. He owns sure. it very well.
1: Forty dollars for blue. Yeah, he gets yeah. so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, and that's something I actually want to. I'll, I'll wrap back around on. It's one of the things I wanted to say to the end. But like your your recent video on Infinite, which I thought was spectacular, and definitely kind of goes in the direction that you're talking about more. The way you've approached it, I think you said something in that video about how you were you were. Isn't it just nice to like Halo and or be excited about Halo? Yeah. But I want to yeah. come back to that. Actually, before we go to that though, I want to ask you. What was your what was your Halo experience like? How did you first get into Halo? What does that mean to your life? You know the, the, the question that everybody asks,
2: but Take it's us so back, interesting. Man. How Good. much time you got, Shani? <laughs> 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 nah, I uh, the details are like a little murky because it was so long ago. Um, my parents had been divorced for a year maybe, and like my mom and dad were living in separate places, and. At my dad's house, we had an Xbox. I don't remember who got it for us or if my dad got it. I mean, I don't remember when. I know for a fact that it was at least before two thousand four.
1: Okay.
2: Um, I I think it was probably two thousand two or two thousand three when I played the first Halo, and I'd play it with my brother and you know my dad not knowing about video games and not really knowing what the the M in the bottom left was all about <laughs> and. <laughs> Was like, all right, you know, fuck it, you're in second grade, time to man up, you know, play Halo. <laughs> that's not what he said, but you know what I mean. I got you, I got you. So it was just like playing Halo with my brother and going through the campaign and just kind of like learning about this this game. That's, I mean, that's where it started. Was just playing it in this old apartment uh, with my brother and just. Seeing how how much fun we could have in all the different missions and like, you know, messing around with the AI and setting off chain explosions with with the warthogs and just trying to find all this crazy cool stuff we could do with the physics and the enemies and stuff in the game. And, And it's just like, I just have really fond memories of that. And I think that's why I like play the first game so much because... I don't know, you just there's like a freedom to explore in combat evolved and to just like like the chain explosions and Yeah, even going on vehicles and yeah. so the I mean that's where it started and like every year after that it was pretty much like like everybody played Halo and there was kind of like a group thing like who's gonna beat Halo on legendary in our friend group first? Mm. Oh, okay. And and my buddies were like two of my buddies were like Cause they live closer together, and then me and my buddy Max, we live closer together. So we're okay. like, "Fuck, man, we can't beat we can't beat Halo on Legendary. It's impossible." And then they came back and they were like, "Oh yeah, we just beat the Mon Legendary." And I was like, "How did you do that?" Oh, I sat behind a corner while Chris ran in and died, and like Uh-oh. tried to kill all the enemies.
0: Like, <laughs> that ain't not, fair. That's, that's not, beat. not real.
2: No, that's no not, not a real playthrough. Come on. No. Nope. <laughs> So I don't know there's kind of like all there's always this culture uh amongst me and my friend group mm. and like my brother uh, about Halo and like, like we just played it a bunch together we do LAN parties sometimes with like eight people nice uh you know and every game after that it was kind of just like oh shit there's Halo 2 coming out Wow, this is unbelievable! I remember being so like that was the first video game I was ever hyped for. Yeah, that was the first like video game launch that I w- I was sentient enough to I got gotcha. you to like witness and and every Halo after that was just kind of the same, you know. Yep. So that's the that's where it began. My my Halo story, my great journey. <laughs> so. <laughs> ah! so- By the
0: time time you got so by the time Bungie was done with Halo how did you feel about the series as a whole like all the way through reach were you just very
2: happy open and shut you know it's kind of funny like I was I was blown away I was like oh my god they're making a Halo 2 and then I beat Halo 2 and I was like holy fuck I can't wait for Halo 3 and then it was like halo 3 is done this is it this is the halo's over they can't do anything mr right. Chief's story is done i was genuinely like i mean i didn't know how much like game development worked or how much money they were making and no, and i couldn't book. at the time i wasn't like oh fuck yeah they're gonna make more sequels of course you know yeah. but after halo 3 like when i beat it for the first time i was like Cause that ending, he's like, Arbiter walks away from the memorial and he's like, we it's so easy. And I'm just like, it's yeah. over. Really? <laughs> 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 yeah. So I, uh. I, I genuinely thought Halo was d- totally done after that. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, you know, announced reach and I was like, Oh my God, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I was, I was still pretty happy about all, all the Halos, honestly. Um, I was able to play halo 2 on original xbox live at a buddy's house quite a bit um i asked for it for like three years in a row i was like what do you want for christmas the same thing i wanted the last two years i want halo 2 and xbox live and my parents were like i don't know what that is and i'm not gonna bother to figure it out yeah
1: just like ask Ugh. for
2: something else and i'm like oh, no it's interesting." Okay, so- how-
1: that the was back then. I, I we did. I used to do LAN parties with my friends every weekend, and when I say LAN, I mean like pff, maybe six, like eight people, kind of like what you said. And it was never too big, but man, we were doing it outside. We were doing it like everybody's different houses, and it was always this like dance of like, do you got your copy? Do you got this amount of controllers? Oh, Just yeah. bring the Xbox, the the TVs, and everything. And it was like I'm nostalgic for that in of itself. But the ironic thing is, is the moment. We all kind of got Xbox Live around the same time. We didn't do lands anymore because it was like now we can trash talk and get trash talked by these people online and do 16 play, like doing a big team battle match on Xbox Live for the first time was mind blowing for me. Oh yeah, see, I was I was 13 when I got my Xbox, my
0: first Xbox. So I was when I when it said that you had to have broadband to play Xbox Live, I was thinking to myself, okay, well my family has dial up, and this dial up cord does not fit into the slot on the back of the xbox so if i just buy a ethernet to dial up cable it'll work right (laughs) i was trying to like think i could just get my xbox to do xbox live with dial up and it just was never gonna happen trick the system i didn't really get to properly play halo 2 on xbox live until i got a 360 a couple months before halo 3 because i could actually we actually had broadband by then but just a crazy
2: experience yeah um But, so you were, you were, oh, go ahead, go ahead, man. I, um, I was pretty happy with, like, all the Halo games. I mean, I thought, I thought, like, Wars wasn't as good, of course, but, but it was still fun and and great, um, and at that time, like, aside from my, kind of, nitpicks and gripes with each individual game, yeah, you know, I was, I was pretty happy with it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, expectations were high for four and it was kind of weird that it was, like, two years later instead of the normal three, yeah. right. like, in between releases. I remember that initially was kind of like, oh, damn. That's that's kind of early. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because well, I, you- I, think, I think I mentioned this in some of my videos or maybe a couple of them. I think having Halo 4 as a launch title for the Xbox One would have just completely changed everything. Yeah, completely agree.
0: Well, if it was just
2: the exact same game, just having it as a launch title still would have changed everything.
0: It's unfortunate, too, because I mean, that would have worked out so well. We've heard Bonnie Ross say before, that's what she asked for, but she wasn't able to get that to happen. Uh, Halo 4 on the MCC looks like it could have been an Xbox One launch game easily. It looks so good. And then to top it off, I remember you talk about how quickly Halo 4 came out. I remember being on vacation and seeing Halo Five announced eight months after Halo 4's release, and I just thought this is this is wrong. Like eight months <laughs> after Halo Four launched, we're getting a trailer
2: for Five. It's crazy. Man, was that the the poncho chief? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that E three then? That must have yeah, been. Yeah, it, it was just
0: eight months. It was. So you had two thousand twelve, November two thousand twelve was Halo Four, and then boom, you're in June of two thousand thirteen, and there's Halo Five. It's crazy. Wow.
1: I mean, what's what's on my mind? Because I know I know how you feel about Halo Four. I don't know if I've ever heard your opinion on the multiplayer for Halo Four. Um, launch. I do have, I
2: do have like videos where it's like, which Halo has the best multiplayer? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of go into all of them. Yeah, but uh, that one is it's a it's a longer video, and it's also like you're trying to talk about like six different games in one yep. video, and like right. all their positives and negatives, but um, I remember actually being like really good at Halo 4's multiplayer, or at least feeling like I was really good at it, mm-hmm. and that maybe it was a bit too easy to get kills and stuff, but just like, um, just like the other Halos, I mean, I enjoyed playing it with friends uh, for a time, and playing the multiplayer and the campaign together. Um, we still went through all the all the like traditional Halo experiences, but oh, nice. it definitely didn't keep me hooked as long as like Halo Three or Reach did. I got you. And I think I I don't remember if I was playing Call of Duty at the time or if I was like taking a break, mm-hmm. but I think when the new uh, when the new Xbox came out. Like the Xbox One, I was just kind of like lost for video games. I was like, where do I go now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> My home is for identity crisis I
2: yeah. cannot return. I
0: think a lot of people felt that way. Yeah. yeah. So so like where do you, now after Halo Four's come out and it's, you know, a f- few months after Halo 4's release, how do you feel about the franchise like at that point? Like before 5's announced, before the Xbox One, like coming off of 4, did you still feel pretty good about it? Were you mostly happy or was it just kind of a,
2: eh, it just didn't sit with you? Uh, I was like, man, I really don't like where they're taking the story. I It feels way different. Mm-hmm. Not And looking back, it's not that the story of 4 is bad, I think. It's just that there's there's no transition between 3 and 4. It's just kind of like, here's the writers for Halo 3, and then you've got this span of time, and here's the writers who are doing Halo 4. And I think there should have been more more care taken to kind of make that Transition. transition, like yeah. like all these Halo Infinite trailers now, it's like, you know, if you, if nobody told you, that could just be you know classic Bungie. That could be three four yeah. three. It's it, the point is it like feels like Master Chief and it, and like there's some kind of evolution to that. Mm-hmm.
1: That I just felt wasn't there in four. I remember you kind of saying that in one of the videos, like it didn't feel like there was a like the whole Cortana and Chief dynamic just made a big jump. You know, without really sense of progression. Yeah, I remember hearing that, and I thought, yeah, Ah, I kind of damn it, I could talk
2: about Halo for way too long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a it's a fun thing to talk about. I mean, this. I mean, how many we've Josh and I have logged over 200 hours of podcasting just talking about Halo
2: now.
1: It is, but it's nice to see the other content too, because like the one I've been saving, I haven't watched yet is the the Bioshock one because I love Bioshock so much, and that that episode I know is going to be juicy and i'm like man there's some videos i see of yours i'm like i gotta wait for like when i'm like back in that frame of mind because i, oh, I want to yeah. replay those and stuff like that because they that are one, long ooh. and
2: sometimes it's like you know you look at a long video and even if it's really good for all or most of the video it's still like a time commitment for people so i've been trying to um make the videos and the reviews a bit more accessible or oh gotcha trying to uh be more conscious of the runtime of the video. You know what I mean. Oh, so man. a lot of it's, stuff I'll write out. I'll record.
1: Sometimes I I edit huge chunks and then I'm like, fucking take it out. You know. <laughs> well, dude, if it makes you feel me better, man, I would. For me, at least, when it comes to your content, I'd say the longer the better. Because there's dude, some of them. Was a... I'm watching and I'm like, damn, I want to hear him talk about that more. Like I think, oh. like I'm on the ODS T one now. And I'm just kind of chipping away at it. Like, if, if I get something quick to eat, I'm just gonna like throw that on and watch it. And I'm like, I can't remember how long it was, but it was like, I think it's like 30 or 40 minutes or something like that. And I was like, only 30, 40 minutes? No, I want more. Yeah, see, that, that's the ODS that's the be trouble. Better than that. <laughs> yeah. That's the trouble with like making
0: content though, because what we've we've dis- we've discovered is that you know people are very different in what they want. You know, like. Mm-hmm. My my wife, if you give her a podcast that exceeds an hour, she's she's lo- she's losing interest. She she doesn't want a podcast that goes that long, you know. And then there's me and Josh who are like, give us a thirteen hour podcast. We'll listen to it in breaks as we go to work and as and, we drive. Yeah. And then like with with watching your video, it's like, you know, if I'm in the mood, if I've got three hours to kill and I want to, you know, I want to know about Bioshock. I want to I want to be in a Bioshock mood. Give me a three man or <laughs> a three hour Actman video on Bioshock. You know what I mean, but then there's some people who are just like, uh, oh, if this video is too long, I know I don't want to commit that kind of time. It's like, how do you decide where to land? You know, it's not it's not that simple.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's tough, but um, usually the videos turn out to be just as long as they need to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way I look at it. After it's posted, it's just as long as it needs to be. It's a good way to look at it. Well, I think did I you think... at least watch the um the Bioshock intro to the video? i haven't yet but i'll have to do oh that okay i love I'm the fall new one. vegas
1: one did you do like a skit or something yeah you'll see i won't okay. spoil it all right <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> giving see. me the sizzle though man i love it i was yes. uh, but i was pretty hyped about that one though okay no i'll check that out after man i'll have to do that yeah i love oh, go ahead Go ahead, josh go ahead, go ahead man oh, well, she's so nice brian uh <laughs> so polite <laughs> no man um i love that stuff too because i i I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a lot out there on YouTube. To be fair, but I'm the type of person where, like, if I'm gonna watch YouTube content of that type of stuff, I want like something that's akin to retrospective shit because that's like that's what I want. Anything that's gonna make me feel super nostalgic. Because I used to think, like, I, I was realizing this watching. um your Halo 3 one the other day and you did like, dude, the intro, you did all this shit of like having all these video games oh, spread yeah. around like they were like all awesome. Play on the Believe campaign and I was like, oh, I'm there. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like all emotional, nostalgic and you're setting the tone and I'm like, man, when I watched... Bro,
2: that took... Uh,
1: uh, do you guys want to hear
2: about that behind the scenes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. is yeah. tell you, I think I, I still have some footage of it, like some random footage but I literally like, I was still at my mom's house at the time and I took mm-hmm. like almost all the video games I had all the video game shit and I just brought it downstairs <laughs> into like the the Christmas the Christmas room because it's the room that we use when it's Christmas and almost never besides right mm-hmm. okay it's like a second living room you know what I mean yeah there's like another uh, table and all this stuff we it's had shit the same that we, thing that she just doesn't use that often and I just was like I'm gonna set this up um, I'm just going to make it look as chaotic as possible and try to get cool shots. It'll, it'll be like this cool little art project. And then, you know, I'll cut it with uh, the Believe music and, and then I'll show Halo 3 as the king. He's like he's like the game that's looking down <laughs> upon all this carnage and Hell he yeah. stands tall. And that was kind of like the vision. But setting all that stuff up took a long time. Like setting it up and filming it I did that all in one day and that took like
1: 7 or 8 hours. Oh shit.
0: That's dedication yeah. though, man.
1: Well, dude, dude yeah. it was worth it cuz that set the tone for that video and I, at that point in time I was like, "Man, what's that line I mean, from uh from fucking, yeah. Oh, what's that? Uh, uh, Jingle and Chain was like, "You had my what is it? Attention or oh, what? Well, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that was it right there for me in that moment, dude. That was it. What were you going to say the breaks though? I think I, you know, it was like a seven-hour
2: process with like a lunch break or whatever, Yeah. Like dinner break. But it was a it's job.
1: Funny. It was a shift in of itself. It was like it's like funny. your yeah. whole
0: work shift, but you weren't like pouring pavement out in construction job. You were like <laughs> just setting up these games and taking angled videos, and that's oh, it awesome. was really
2: fun though because I tried to I tried to put like all the you know Paper Mario's together. I put mm-hmm. all the Paper Mario games together, or I'll put you know I tried to line all the Halos up and go for this kind of like cool shot so it you know i like that creative aspect of video production Mm -hmm. um that which also is is a lot of fun in and of itself and i think you see that in some of the intros where i'm even in even in the one uh the knights of the old republic video
1: (sighs) my favorite game man
2: favorite game all time the intro to that is what got the video demonetized years later because i I swear too much in the intro. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: shit! The guy <laughs> you yeah. demonetized? Damn. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it was before. It was before the the apocalypse. I think it was before like okay. Not suitable for most advertisers. Like your video was either monetized or it wasn't. It wasn't. There's like no in between at that point. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Damn. But
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious to think about. Oh man. I was gonna I was gonna ask you like how do you I'm sure it feels good to be in a position where you haven't solidified yourself as just a Halo guy. You're able to talk about all these different games. And I find that you know we found that ourselves where well, we get in moods where we're not in a Halo mood, but that's our thing. And there's so many other Halo content creators out there that their channel is just Halo and you've managed to like completely tap into the Halo base a hundred percent but then also do other shit that you want to do, like, I'm sure that, was that your goal from the beginning? And I'm sure that feels awesome to have the freedom. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> well, you know, <clears throat> as I grew up, like, there was a lot of video games I shared with friends. And there was a lot of video games I had, like, great moments just by myself. Like, like vivid memories of just playing Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door downstairs at my dad's house by myself. You know, these just very vivid memories in, in your head. That's not to say I have a, a huge Paper Mario fan base because I've never really done a <laughs> video on them, you know, but but it was always the goal, like like, yeah, I, I would ideally want to talk about all sorts of video games, like the video games that I love and the ones that I hate and talk about news and just do some bullshit. Um, but it it started off with Halo because that's what was like well, I was playing League 2 at the time. That was kind of yeah. like that first video I made was honestly just like an editing test for me. Okay. Like, makes well, that's, sense. That's pretty much what it was and I just shared it with my buddies, but the reason I started with Halo is because that's what was that's that is and was like the biggest franchise to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like my biggest franchise is Halo or pretty much. Right. And so that's kind of what I started making content for and it was working and it was doing pretty good. So I'm like, oh, shit, this is doing good. I'm just going to keep going with this. And so I think that I think that's how I was able to tap into the Halo fan base was well also because I've been around this franchise for a long time. And I talk about that and you can tell that, like, I am a huge fan and like I do know my stuff. Yeah, pretty well. I mean, not as not as hard as Hidden Xperia, but <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I've been around these games for a long time, and mm-hmm. I think that comes through in the passion presented it in the video. Oh, definitely does. So you, you, I mean, most people aren't going to be like, "Oh, Act Man made a Call of Duty video. That traitor. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like Halo Try as much as he says he does." <laughs> so that's interesting. I think you guys are asking uh, really good questions, like stuff I haven't th- th- really thought about, but that I. I have answers to like yeah yeah no hell yeah what's up like it leaves the door open for me to to make content about pretty much whatever I'm passionate about like uh, I did a video on Armed and Dangerous Mm -hmm. a video I knew was was probably not gonna do all that well but like some people are gonna be like holy fuck he talked about Armed and Dangerous (laughs) the most obscure LucasArts game ever made
0: well, see, dude, I, I remember being, like, like mostly going to your con- your Halo content, and then I remember one day I was looking through your stuff, and you posted the... I don't know how long ago it was now. I feel like it was less than two years ago. You posted the one about, like, old-school Blizzard games. Uh, that was oh, one, one of the, the first old, ones yeah, I'd ever yeah.
1: seen, yeah. That was one of and the first ones.
0: And I was a... I grew up with Blizzard, and, like, I loved original StarCraft, Diablo, Diablo 2, II, Warcraft 3, and I just... Like, that video just completely captured me, and it was, like, it was weird. It was, like, even though I knew you did... Diff- more than just halo it was like you know right not too far below halo is like old school blizzard for me and it's like yeah, tapped right yeah, into that too. too and i'm just like it's just awesome that you have the the versatility to do that because there's just so many directions you can go you know and then now you're going to be able to capitalize on infinite just as much as anyone else and it's it's in your wheelhouse but it's not your only thing you know
2: yeah and i think that's that's pretty cool so you know people will come back for the Halo content. I mean, I imagine some of my subs are like, I just want to be there when Actman talks about Halo shit. <laughs> but I think um, that's also a beautiful way to uh, transcend fan bases is kind of what I've done. Like like having a passion come through for a Night's the Old Republic review of Fallout New Vegas, Bioshock, yeah, Call of Duty, Halo starcraft warcraft blizzard games all this stuff and so people from different fan bases of games will come into these videos and then you know maybe someone who's like really into blizzard games starts you know he's like oh damn this bioshock game looks fun and so it's yeah you know really i just want people to to enjoy video games as well and uh, and like play the stuff that that i love a lot or at
1: least understand why i love it so much no, it and, uh, that comes across so easily in your videos, dude, cuz when I've when I've watched them, that enthusiasm's there tenfold. Even when you're like if you're critiquing something, it's still under this umbrella of like, "Hey, I love this experience, you know, but here's this this other look well, on it." Well,
0: that's what we want, right? We want we want to hear somebody talk about their enthusiasm for something we're enthusiastic about because it just kind of gets you hyped up you know
1: right and although if you laughing. go you know you go on a tangent or you get like you're pissed about something it's entertaining as hell dude you'll do these like camera cuts and they'll zoom in on your face and shit and go back and forth and oh, dude the, the tea
0: bagging you did or whatever in the recent video a guy laughed out loud like, is he really just doing that behind his chair next to the couch right now like,
2: while his dogs on the couch
0: yeah dog just like ah oh, this is normal for me i'm used to this guy
2: God damn it, he's at it again.
0: <laughs> um, but one thing I wanted to ask you before I went into Infinite, I think talking about Infinite was going to kind of be our last topic. I wanted to ask
2: you what your experience was talking to Marty O'Donnell. Oh, man. I'm i am still in pretty good contact with him. I mean, he uh, kind of had to purge his Twitter recently, which was... Uh, yep. Oh, man, where's a beer? I need to pour <laughs> like 10 of them down right now, you know? Yeah. For Marty Uh, But I'm actually still talking to him. Um, It was really cool having him on the channel and like interviewing him. I met him at PAX a couple years before that. I don't think he knew who exactly I was. That was like three years ago, maybe four. I think it was 2017. Um, I don't think he totally knew who I was then. But a year later, I think we saw him again. And he was like, oh, okay, you're... The act man and, and we all introduced ourselves it was me and a bunch of like youtube buddies you know yeah so it's kind of just been like ah, i've been stuck in marty for <laughs> <laughs> yeah no 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 it, <laughs> yeah, I know, it was I like you. pax stuff you know so uh, yeah. he was doing panels there and we went and saw him and just like oh shit, hopefully we can get to talk to him and i think um after i met him in 2018 at pax he he actually did like look up my stuff and reached out to me I was like, your ODST video was awesome. And I was like, I could die right now and yep. be happy. Yep. <laughs> I was like on cloud nine. Yeah, Marty O'Donnell likes my videos. It's like what an honor. That's amazing. But yeah, talking to him, I mean, that whole video is was just proof. I mean, uh, like so many of the comments are like, Actman's just got a dumb smile on his face the whole interview. <laughs>
0: I mean, like you could inter- you, you're, you're you could interviewing a, a child icon, right? A childhood icon. Yeah. I mean,
1: That's uh, the thing. And you said it in one of your other videos too recently, and Brian and I were even talking about this ourselves, is like anytime you see Joe Staten talking about Halo, even this year, it's weird as hell to me. In 2021, I got to see Joe Staten on stage talking about Halo. And it's like, what timeline am I in, man? What? Yeah. Time? It's weird, but amazing. There's just those synonymous people with like classic Bungie and even three four three, you know, now like I think of Dan Ayub and stuff like that, but uh, that are just synonymous with that experience that add to that nostalgia. Were and you? Sketch too? Yes, yeah, sketch. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I love him. Uh, were you at all nervous when you were doing that, going into it, or were you just like, you know, I'm just excited to talk to him? Where were you at on that?
2: Oh, no, I mean, because I I talked to him uh, a, a few times before that, so I was a little nervous, mm-hmm. mostly because last time. Uh, I interviewed Hardy LaBelle and and that was for uh he did Combat Evolves multiplayer and he worked on Halo 2. Okay. Um and the first recording of that video was totally fucked up. Oh, so, we no. had to go back and re-record it. So, I was I was more so nervous like god, I hope I've hope to Christ there's no technical problems that like just that just ruin this golden opportunity and then he right. doesn't want to yeah. Do it again. So I was I was more nervous about like everything working working and, and turning yeah. out great than uh than anything else. I gotcha. Hell yeah.
1: Mm. Well, dude, that video uh, was amazing. That, that yeah, was, no, that, was, was, that was so cool
0: to be able to to just see some more candid Marty stuff. And I was just thinking the whole time, I'm like, I I you're right. Your your face in that video is just like, yeah, he's enjoying this. He's He's got Marty on his channel, like, come on now.
2: <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, has to feel amazing, because
1: it's, like, a huge stamp of approval, because I don't go on YouTube, and I don't see Marty talking to all these different people, but I see a video of him with Akban, and I'm like, damn.
2: He's done uh, Hidden Xperia. Yep. Watch that
1: one, too. Yeah, same. I
2: think a couple other channels. I know I know. he was telling me he wanted to get, like, more involved in the in the YouTube stuff, and I think that that was kind of, like, nice for him to be able to... You know, come on and just and just talk and be himself and talk yeah. about this stuff and yeah. not worry about like editing the video or, f- you know, figuring out any of that stuff. Right. Absolutely. So I think I think that's really cool. Um, but it seems to have gotten him in some kind of just a little bit of trouble. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's yeah, um, a damn shame.
0: But the kind of the last thing I wanted to, to touch on in this, you know, talking to you, man, is Halo Infinite. I mean. Ultimately, we saw your recent video which was awesome. I've watched it twice actually because it just put me in a oh, high nice. mood. Uh, <laughs> great video. Just you touched on everything very well said. I also I remember watching your video last year after the 2020 reveal and being and not that you did anything wrong, but being sad that the you know that how it was perceived, you know what <laughs> I mean, because uh. I wanted so much to like I wanted Infinite to just just own it you know in 2020 and it even though I was very hyped from what I saw despite any graphical issues or anything like that the general consensus was it was disappointing it was a letdown and then watching your video you know your points were valid and it was like as even if I was excited for what we saw I was like I know this is the community at large like even our community you know the way they're talking about it's like this is this is how people feel but now here we are a year later and it's this completely different thing and it was almost cathartic to watch your new video that was like, you know, we're here, it like, is. this is it, this is the shit I want, so, like, <laughs> just just kind of, just touch on, for us, like, what did you think from kind of 2018, 19, 20, 21, you got four, four years of reveals now, it's kind of crazy, what's this <laughs> path been like well, for you, have you been excited the whole time, are you feeling optimistic now, I would say from your video, you are, like, what do you think about Infinite? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know the first trailer back in 2018 that was kind of like a tech demo I was like, okay yeah this is this is cool, but I'm not gonna see any realistic shit Same. for a while The ending was pretty cool with the halo ring and all that and then the year after that was Discover Hope 2019 mm-hmm. uh, and that was pretty good um again, I still like wanted to s- I wanted to see a first person view at some point and like have a gun. in the in master chief's hands right but the story beats were still you know it looked promising it it was interesting um and then 2020 uh i think it, it really is a case of like the dangers of hype and the amount of time what is the right amount of time in between a sequel to perfectly capitalize on its success its name and its brand three years for halo previously was always pretty good i mean the games had so much content there's so much to do um two years for halo 4 and reach was kind of like i'm I'm not quite done with reach yet though Yeah. so it was a little strange but with with five and infinite having such a big gap i think the expectation in 2020 was like okay now they're gonna finally show what they've really got and we're probably gonna get this later you know, in December of 2020, which is what their plan was, right? right. And then it was like, okay. It was more so a case of the hype, you know, but also the game was exciting and fun to watch. It was just like, it's not entirely polished. Are you guys really sure about December 2020? 2020? So that's that's honestly where a lot of like my complaints and, and criticisms came from was that mindset of like, you guys are releasing this in, like, six months. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Um, But when they delayed it, it was like, okay, thank God. And then Cyberpunk came out, and it was like, take all the time. you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, the whole industry collectively said that.
1: Everyone yeah, did. Yeah. I had not been hyped for a game uh, that high since Halo 3 regarding Cyberpunk, and then it came out and just shit the bed. And the whole experience, it was just... Yeah, I mean, even now, I hopped on it. I hopped on it. I didn't tell you, Brian. I hopped on it yesterday to play a little bit, and I see like two of the same NPCs walking, and I was just like, I don't even play this game anymore. I was <laughs> you know, like, I'm just like, I want this to be such a why long time. Can't list you be edition. the way I thought you were going to be? But yeah, it is well, what it is. But yeah, it's funny that you things. have to be different. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's interesting that that was the, you know, that Cyberpunk had a fall on the sword, basically, and now the industry is like, we don't want to be like that at all. Yeah. We're going to distance ourselves, and we're just going to delay, delay, I think delay. most fans now are just like, if you need three more years, do it, as long as we don't have to put up with a cyberpunk situation. Yeah, I got to January, and that Hogwarts game was like, hey, fuck it, we're going to delay it a oh, whole other
2: year. That looks sick, by the way. I'm actually hella excited. Me too, Hogwarts man. Game. That looks dope. Yeah, But that's the thing with, like, that's the dangers of hype and fan bases, which would that'd probably make for a good video topic, honestly like what is the correct amount of hype to have you know and that's like why why cyberpunk is so disappointing to so many people i mean yeah it's it's broken as shit, but it was like the time period as well like the expectations that continue to grow because you think as more time is invested in this project ideally the better it should be right Mm -hmm, right and sometimes that that does translate like just normally in life like the more time you spend trying to to build a fortress in Minecraft or whatever, the bigger that fortress is going to be, the more elaborate and expansive. Yeah. I'm using Minecraft as an example, but, you know, there, there are better examples.
1: <laughs> that's a good... It's not
2: bad. <laughs> it's on but brand. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, like... That's why it, now seeing what... Uh, seeing the direction they're taking inf- Infinite and seeing, like, the the multiplayer, the open-world setting, the free-to-play... The uh, cross-play, the cross, play, the cross uh, generation, you know, between consoles and and to just for them to lay out like, here's our plans, this is what we're trying to do, and I wanted to hear that a, a long time ago, but I'm glad that they waited to until they really knew what they wanted to do with Infinite, mm-hmm. yeah. and they were like really confident. And I know they had like some creative directors that left. I think one or two did. Yeah. At some point. Chris Lee and know. Tim Longo, Chris Lee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But shit, man. I mean, you know, it takes time and I've been I've been patient. I've been a good boy. Christmas is gonna come this year. Hell yeah. yeah. Well dude, what what do you think about you most excited about? Oh
0: was it I'm sorry?
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, the bots too. Ooh, most excited about an infinite.
0: Is it that multiplayer? Is it that story?
2: Honestly, uh, I'm excited but both worried about the open world because I want it. You know, I want to see like the second mission of Combat Evolved stretched out fifty times. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like like time multiplied by fifty yeah. or whatever, yeah. and I just want to see what that open world is going to look like. And goes back to what you said, six years, so it should be like you know at least six times the size of Halo One, <laughs> not
0: more. No, yeah, it
1: was crazy because yeah, I, I get that though because when I played it when I was a kid, it's like that felt open world to me, getting on Halo and landing there, and I was just like, holy shit, I can go over here to the right and go in and the different you know the agency you got and how you wanted to like rescue all the Marines and shit, and I was like. It's almost, for me at the time, it was almost like sensory overload. I told Brian before, the first time I played Morrowind, and I get to a pass, like a fork in the road, and it's like, go here, go here, go here, and I'm like, uh, you know, We're like, like my brain spazzed out, because I'm like, I don't want to miss anything over here by going over here, you know, and it was like, oh, shit. yeah. And having that, like, agency was like, kind of mind-blowing for me, because I think at the time, I just played like, shitty movie license games. So well, Halo I, was like a real, real new jump, I so get I get now. Go I ahead, get the Brian.
0: concern with open world because, and I actually don't know your opinion on this, Ackman, but like I'm a big Zelda fan. And when Breath of the Wild came out, absolutely adored the game, but it also kind of purposefully ripped out a lot of the soul that's in prior Zelda games with uh, more, more, in uh, a more, uh, effort put on storytelling, more crafted dungeons. Those things are kind of missing from Breath of the Wild, but at the same time, it kind of reinvented the wheel and made this amazing game that people love. So I don't want that to be the case with Halo Infinite, where like Halo Infinite is this great return to form in a sense. People love the game, new fans everywhere, but because of the open world, something intangible is missing that mm. we experience with those original Halos. I just don't want that to be the case.
2: Yeah, that's that's exactly kind of where I'm coming from. The thing about Zelda, I think, and The Legend of Zelda, is not only has that franchise been around for a longer time, but they, they seem to make far more mainline titles and spin-offs. And so there's there's a lot of room for variety. True. I mean, you look at how many characters are in Smash Bros. Regular Link, you got Young Link, Toon Link. If you go back to like Brawl Cheek there's Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's well there if you go back to Brawl or Smash Four, it's the uh Link before Breath of the Wild Link. So there's yeah. all these different versions which really allows the Legend of Zelda franchise I think to stray from like the core right of the of the series you know what i mean yeah. whereas halo you know it'll be six years since the the last main title that's a long time to so if this experiment doesn't if it doesn't land then it's like where are we left you know what i mean yeah it's kind of a i think it's going to turn out pretty good um yeah i think the one thing i'm worried about is like how can the story be handled in that? Like, is there going to be kind of dungeons where, you know, you go into this, you, f- you find all these dungeons that are scattered throughout the world, and then it becomes that kind of linear story-driven experience That's where what the cutscenes play do, out? Yeah. Or, um, I mean, if if there's some crazy big battle happening in the open world, is the game going to lock you in this area or are you going to be free to just be like... Please yeah. just work <laughs> it away it. from it, you know. <laughs> yeah. You want it to feel organic and what you're concerned about is it might not, right? Yeah. It yeah. it well, it'll just be harder, I think, to make it feel organic and, and natural and like scripted and like the like a story is playing out in front of you. Sometimes it's hard for open world games to really get without uh but again you could just rely on
1: cutscenes, so <laughs> Yeah. Well that's kinda where I'm at with Halo Infinite, It's like my biggest I don't want to say concern, but like my, I just, the trepidation I have is like with every Halo game, there's always the takeaway. Like, you know, when people play these things at first, it's like, I'm so hyped. I'm just happy to have a new Halo game. I'm just tunnel vision focused on that. But then it's like a year later, a couple years later, you know, there's always like, here's something it did really well. Here's something it didn't do well, you know? And I'm always, I'm kind of wondering for infinite, like, even if, even if this game is like a 10 out of 10. What's going to be the takeaway that people have that didn't really work out? Is it going to be maybe the pacing that gets potentially affected because of the single mm. player? Is it going to be multiplayer? Are people really not going to like the lack of red versus blue or how big team battle is now or whatever? You know, uh, it's yeah, food for thought.
2: Yeah, that's very interesting point.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah, like like Josh is saying, sometimes the the biggest most known critiques of a game really kind of come out later. You know what I mean? It's only, or yeah. even to take it back to an extreme example. The, the Star Wars prequels, it wasn't really until Red Letter Media tapped into with their videos that, that became it be, they became so popular that people would just generally say the same exact critiques that Red Letter Media had made out in the world amongst their own friends and family because yeah. they had brought such awareness to it. I mean, it's just like Halo 5 now. It's like a lot of the problems with Halo 5, we might have not so much noticed in launch week, but like years later, and when you're making oh, yeah. your video, and we're talking on the podcast, it's very evident what the issues were. So what's right. it going to be for Infinite? <laughs>
2: yeah. If anything, I mean, if who knows it could be just like a straight up slam dunk where there's not much to
1: bitch and moan about. That'd be amazing, and I hope that for that. Amazing. And it seems that way for sure. It does. Yeah. Um, the it.
0: last question I have, Josh, and if you have another one, feel free to you know toss it out there. Last thing I have, this is a super cliche question. You've probably been asked it before, but if anyone's ever watched your content or are listening to this episode of the podcast and they hear you talking on here and they're like, Oh man, the awesome. I like the stuff he does. I want to do that stuff. What kind of like recommend, what do you, what do you tell people who want to do the kind of thing you do? Like what's the, what's good advice? Not like, I mean, it's probably going to sound cliche anyways, cause it always does. But like, what's good advice in your opinion coming from the act man? Like how can they I, get into content creation?
2: I, I never mind giving cliche or good advice on this subject. Um, I've known quite a few people that tried to get into making content but they were too reliant on like oh it's got to be perfect otherwise i'm not going to work on this thing and yeah to make content on youtube you have to make shitty content on youtube to make good content on youtube you have to make bad content on youtube first hmm. that's how it works to make good music you have to make bad music first to you know paint a, a great picture, you have to paint a shitty picture first, right? We all started with crayon doodles, you know what I mean? You yeah. can't... I'll tell you Couldn't what agree you can't more. do. You can't expect perfection right out the gate. You can't expect to be totally satisfied or happy with what you're putting out. All you can, all you should really be looking at YouTube is like, I want to put out videos that are about stuff that I'm interested in. Whether it's like, oh, I want to help people you know, learn about this or... I want to make people laugh, or I want to talk about this social political issue, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Start with the passion, and worry about the uh, more sterile business branding, you know, aspects way later down the line, if at all, because um, that that shit comes way later, you know. Like we were talking about the if you got that ultra snazzy intro. It's like, are you focused on the branding more than your, your than the content, right? That's what right. matters. Yeah, it's like yeah, the content. Right. If you have one video on your channel and it's got this super snazzy intro and and it was posted two years ago, it's like you got one video on your channel. Yeah, it's <laughs> been two years. What's up? Anything with that? else you got? <laughs> yeah. You paid like a couple hundred bucks for these intros for one video. Exactly. So, I guess that's. That's really it. Like, don't be afraid of failure. Um, Obviously, and even when you're starting off, like, you have zero subscribers. Like, you don't have anything to lose other than time, I would guess. And I wouldn't wouldn't invest, like, be like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to take this huge risk and quit my job. I've got zero subscribers, but I'm going to make this happen and make it work. Like, I wouldn't go that far, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's just like a passion project, like anything else and it has the potential to turn into something much bigger it could turn into a full-time job you know there's people that like play the guitar and they just enjoy playing the guitar and they don't have to make like a full-time gig out of it or right. it or maybe they sell some some uh albums or whatever or or they make some money off of it but not enough to sustain it like there's different Tears. levels yeah. yeah for sure that uh, that a hobby can kind of progress to and i think the more fun you have with it that like that's really what's important
1: you know i still have fun making my videos oh that's awesome to hear man because i was gonna ask you about that too but i was gonna say i totally agree i mean I, i think sucking at stuff's like it's the first step to being good i heard that on adventure time once and i was like yes it was on me yeah i
0: mean I, I agreed every with everything you said because it's like i can i can watch an ac video and it's fun because there's passion and then i can watch a video for somebody who has 300 subscribers and they're passionate and it's also really good and really fun and it it could be for a myriad of reasons that they only have 300 subscribers maybe they just started maybe they haven't marketed themselves right or maybe they just need more time you know what i mean but like it's the passion that really sells the content, you know. The and if you look at anybody who's got the flashiest intros, overlays, whatever, right? You scroll back to where they started, and the shit looked a whole lot different.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's nice to see the work in progress. I think for yeah. people, that's what yeah. I enjoy too.
2: You know, and people, it might seem daunting and hard to like establish a, a viewer base of sus- a subscriber base, but number one, you sh- you should probably find like a friend group. Or like your friends and family to like share your videos with and just be like, hey, what do you think? Like that first League of Legends video, I was playing League of Legends with my buddies like pretty often. And I was like, what do you guys think about this? And so those are like some of the oldest comments on my channels are just from those guys I shared it with that very that's first cool. video. Oh, yeah. Um, the other, so, so that's how you get feedback. And that's really important because... You don't want to get super popular and then be like, holy fuck, my shit sucks and people hate it and and they hate it and that's why I'm popular because I'm so bad at this or whatever.
1: You don't want that to become your MO, yeah.
2: <laughs> right, right. Um, I don't know how often that that really happens, but there's channels <laughs> that people watch because they hate them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, definitely a thing, yeah. But the other part of it is is people love finding or feeling like they are part of something that... Uh, they can look back on and be like, yeah, I was a fan of this guy, you know, before he blew up. And and I've got people like that, that uh, I think one guy who's been a patron, probably my longest patron, uh, if not one of them. And I'm pretty sure he was subbed before a thousand subs. And I still talk to him on a pretty regular awesome. basis.
1: Oh, that's really cool. And
2: that's got to be pretty goddamn cool, you know, like, yeah, this yeah. guy that's got one million something subs and... Yeah, I subbed to him before he was a thousand. So even if getting subscribers on YouTube seems daunting, people love to be like, yo, this channel can blow up. I want this channel to blow up because that's gonna make me feel good because I you know, I like what this guy's doing and I think he deserves he or she deserves to to blow up. So it yeah, that passion can come through, even if the editing is like somewhat rudimentary, Mm -hmm. it still comes through. You know, hell yeah. That was gonna I think ask. That's part of why why my shit took off.
1: Yeah, I can see that. No, hell yeah.
0: I Man, that's all well said, and I mean, I, I I couldn't agree more. And I know we you know we've had we've had similar experiences being you know no doing this nowhere near as long or, and not being anywhere as big. We've had like I remember like the second month we started doing Sacred Icons, somebody gave a dollar to our patron, and that person has been our patron since then, and they've increased their patronship. And we've got so many more patrons since then, but they're still the first one. And yeah. it's like I even remember when he became a patron, I remember on the podcast saying like, Thank you so much. Uh I wanna call you a fan, but I don't want to embarrass you if you're not a fan, because like we were so early. <laughs>
2: yeah, and yeah. he was
0: like, No, man, I'm a fan totally. And he Hell was like, yeah. pledging yeah. that patronage and like he's still hanging in there and now like we've got to his so name, let's bigger. shout him out. Yeah, it's Matt Matthew Salvatore. Yeah, we, it is every Matt time Salvatore. we yeah. we read off our patrons at the end of our podcast and we're always like He's the man who, who saw Justice League and knew we needed more. Matthew Salvador, yeah. he was a big <laughs> shout uh, out, Matt. <laughs> yeah, so we That's, appreciate yeah. what's up, man?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. it man. Awesome. Yeah,
0: and a shout out for Mac, man. That's cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I was going to ask you though, man. Um, what's it like being on the side of, of doing these videos? Because the thing I always try to wrap my brain around, not uh, you know, kind of being new, we're not on that level whatsoever. But when you're if you're playing a video game just normally, you know, it's just you there in your chair, you know, and you're just relaxing, you're playing it. Are there ever times uh. where you're like? where you're like able to shut your brain off from like the part of you that makes content and just enjoy the experience. Or is that always something where your brain's just constantly like, this could be content. This could be content. How does that work for you?
2: Oh, that's very interesting because that's, that's also like a reason. That's also, there's a lot of reasons why I started YouTube and that is probably the biggest one. And I, I don't mention it or talk about it enough is that I wanted the time I spent playing video games to mean something i wanted it i enjoyed I like it so much that i wanted to make something of it That's oh, great. Yeah. whether that was like writing reviews and articles and posting them to websites or making videos or i wanted to justify that time spent you know what i mean yeah it's really well there. said yeah hell yeah, yeah. No, because get i guess i knew i was like i'm playing video games too much i i need a reason to justify this get it Continue to so it like <laughs> rationalizes
1: it in your mind and just like yeah. you can have that balance. Yeah,
2: you know I want this to be my job. I'm gonna do everything I can to Make sure I can keep playing video games Hell That's yeah. awesome. I completely resonate with that. That's so cool. no dude. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean a bit exaggerated, but uh So in the process of like making videos and playing games. Oh, yeah, it's it's really easy to just shut my brain off I mean I play Smash Bros. Ultimate quite a decent amount. Like last night I was playing it. I was kicking this Ganondorf's ass man <laughs> time and time again. <laughs> dude, we seriously rematched like twenty times. It was it was amazing. But oh. it was Nintendo's thinking, online. Yeah, yeah. Very but I was nice. thinking like, you know, damn, I would love to stream some Smash Brothers sometimes. hmm You know. I think about stuff like that or you know sometimes i play games and i'm just like i'm just playing this for fun or just to like distract myself um so there are times when i usually pick out the games that i want to like review beforehand you know and i think my biggest struggle with making content is feeling like i really have to prepare it like I, i have to refine it and perfect it and and get trapped in that cycle of like damn i've been on this script for a long time i just need to do it i just need to record it and start editing it so um so yeah that that if there's one thing i struggle with it's uh too much preparation and maybe not enough uh spont spontaneity yeah, yeah spontaneity I get that. I as someone spontaneity. who does
1: like D stuff uh sometimes i'll spend way too much time preparing and i'll get into a session the players will do something completely different. And I'm like, why did I even put in that much time? You know, like, I need to just, which is good when that happens. Don't get me wrong. But like, sometimes it's nice to fly by the seat of the pants, you know, but I mm-hmm. sometimes can't like let myself do that. And it's constantly a battle of like, how much do I want to invest in doing this? And how much do I want to just let happen in the moment and come out organically? So. so how do you handle, like how
0: do you handle when there's a game you're really looking forward to as a fan? Like let's use infinite as an example, you know, cause we're here. Like, when that game comes out, you're going to want to experience it as a fan, but is there a part of you that's like, I have to do this in a way that's going to make me content? Like, when Halo Infinite comes out, are you going to go right into making content of it, or are you going to close everything off, sit down on your couch, and, and consume that game for yourself, and then go make content? Like, how do you do that?
2: Um, for big reviews, I typically go through, uh, like, I've been working on Resident Evil 4. Now... With games that I'm already very familiar with, it yeah. helps because I've already beat that game like eight times. You <laughs> yeah. know? But um, with new games, I'll I'll just play it and record. Usually just by myself. So even if it's just multiplayer, like I want to play multiplayer on my own first. I want to experience everything on my own. I mm-hmm. may stream it though. I've been thinking like that could be kind of fun to to stream Halo Infinite. Yeah. Hell and yeah. And I would still have. The footage of it you know yeah. for later use yep. and i think that's that's kind of where i can cover my uh my inconsistency is maybe with some more streams that are like spontaneous and fun um sorry where was i going with this <laughs> <Hold on. laughs>
1: you're good you're good
0: no but halo uh, infinite trying to experience it but also make oh content yeah
2: of it. no i i don't really have issues of being like Oh man, I wish I could just experience this without like having to make content for it. I mean, it's kind of like I look at it as one in the same, mm. you know. Yeah. If I'm if I'm just playing it, I'm just recording the footage, and I can go back and and look back at it, and I'm like taking mental notes, and sometimes I have like an notepad that I'm like, oh, that was that was awesome, you know. This far into this recording, oh, interesting. So I like that. Make that's sure to cool cover here. this thing that's yeah. gonna really pop. Yeah, yeah, sometimes for like very specific parts of a video or stuff that I know I can like use as a joke.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I might put timestamps in my in my note and be like, you know, 2936 the third recording. <laughs> yeah. So, I like that. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun, especially with, you know, brand new
1: games. Hell yeah, dude. Cool. Well, man. Well, oh, man, I to go. go I have to shower. Ackman and compliments dude i have to tell you okay we well i'll pass it over you oh, do that I'm yeah to let me you, let the compliment you. king do it let I, me generate yeah no, man, uh, <laughs> what i was something i was gonna say though uh, earlier i forgot um was the thing my favorite thing about your videos dude is when i watch them it reminds me of why i loved watching like the vid docs back in the bungee days and i'm not even saying this specifically applies to halo but just when i watched those and it was like Seeing gameplay footage, hearing the music, and it's interspersed with like people talking about it, and then I see your content, and I'm like, that's something I didn't know I wanted, but like seeing it constantly with all these different video, you know, different videos, different games, um, and just through the years, uh, just seeing, like I said, I'm watching the ODS one recently, and that's 2018, and I'm like, oh shit! So he's you know seeing all the different times you were doing this stuff and editing them, and I'm thinking this had to take so much work. In a good way, because I'm sure it's fun to do it, but it's so rewarding as a viewer to watch this stuff and hear your voice. And you're so well spoken when you do it, and the humor you intersperse with it is so unique. And sometimes that shit oh, catches me you. way off guard. I can't remember. There, I wish I could remember. When it off the It pans of my head. back
0: to your face because, like, we're watching the content you put up and we're hearing your voice, and then it pans back to your face. Yeah, and you're either smiling or making a joke or whatever. It's almost like, okay, he's here with us. Like experiencing yeah. this content, yeah. it's just you d- that's why. Like I just like I chuckled when I came. You came back and you were freaking like teabagging back by the couch. It's
1: like, <laughs> like it's like, not even I'm surprising here, from the
0: act, man. I'm
1: still here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was one you did though, and I, I wish I could remember what it was, but specifically, but like. You did something with Johnson where you took Johnson's voice and then you put a song and you kept taking like one line of dialogue, he said, and just putting it with the song. And every time it got to that part, he'd like sing oh. it basically. I can't remember what it was. Oh, now. I just saw man, it. Yesterday. I can't remember that either, yeah, but, but damn, it sounds so familiar. I wasn't like expecting that. And as I'm watching it the first time i hear it it's hilarious and then like you keep going for like a good like 10 to 20 seconds and i at that point i'm like in laughing fits dude like laughing my ass off and then you go right back into the serious stuff but like yeah you balance no. it really really the humor
2: well. is is essential to uh to not being like you know talking like this all the time and yeah. well i like this game mechanic and that was yeah. a lot of fun right. and that only gets you so far i think yeah no, Unless that's your stick. Which yeah. Some people have pretty, that. Yeah. yeah. But no,
1: I, I, love, I love the way you do it, man. The way you approach it and like seeing the content as whole. It feels, I don't know. I wish like, I know G4 TV is doing their own thing right now, but I wish people like you were that they were just reached out to and was like, dude, we want you to do this so I could see you do that content full time. Because back in the day, you know, I'm watching G4 TV and I'm like, they do all these skits or they do these deep dives on stuff and I love the enthusiasm and... I see content you know, like yours, and I'm like, man, if this was like a television channel, if this was like some kind of Netflix streaming thing, which I mean, it is in <laughs> essence, essentially on YouTube, right? Yeah. But I'm like, man, like people like you, like yeah, I just want to see you grow constantly, man, because it's it's just gonna be
0: weird if I see a Netflix Act Man series. It's gonna be weird.
1: I'd, I'd watch. This weird. I'd be like, I podcasted with this guy, you know? I'd Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but no, man, it's it's really good content, man, and I. I don't know if there's ever moments where you feel exhausted or like you know or burnout even because I know a lot of YouTubers do have that. But uh, for what it's worth, man, the content is amazing. And even if you ever took a break or needed to, I would still stick around. Uh, I've been subbed for a while, and I will I will stay there, and I will be there when the videos come back, man. I love your content. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah,
0: it's 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 great stuff, man. I mean, it's it's very well put. The video when you put the video on and you you want to watch it just because it's good i mean that sounds very simplistic but that's good content i mean you don't have to convince ourselves that oh well this is somebody that you know we should be watching it's just like okay i uh i turned this on because i'm waiting in the car for my wife to come out with the groceries and it's 30 seconds in i'm completely captured damn it i'm only two minutes in she just got back okay i'm to pause it and i'll watch i'll watch the rest of it when i get home you know well i'm the yeah. kind of person
1: that's like i if, if i'm gonna eat something like some days i'll randomly be like you know what i want pizza like i have to have it i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna get it and i'm like okay what am i gonna watch what's gonna accompany this experience for me right because something has to you're out there with pizza you've got a cell phone internet yeah right exactly watch something gotta have something otherwise it's just me there awkwardly it's funny how we progressed
0: rosh because like back before you said you started 2014 is that right did you say that Actman?
1: 2014
2: uh what but you started started doing
0: youtube stuff yeah
2: i actually i i think i created the channel in 2013, and I had like a vague idea of like the ACT brothers, often idea I talked about with my brothers in 2013, but I didn't okay. actually like start investing into it until like 2015.
0: Okay, that's Investing that's, that's like cool. time that's,
2: and effort, you know.
0: To kind of see the inception of like you're going for like the ACT brothers and this is where you arrived. But you know, what I was saying is in like 2014 leading up to MCC's launch, I remember Josh and I hanging out, and the reason I asked when you started is because we didn't know about you in early 2014. And uh, we would watch, like we want to watch like an Angry Joe video review or something. So yeah. we would get the pizza or whatever we had. And then this whole thing that Josh started that I, that I totally, I also took with me is that uh, we're not going to start the video. We're not going to, we're going to, until we have the food in our hand. you know. <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> yeah. Ready to eat this pizza? Makes okay, sense start sense. the video. Start the Angry yeah, Joe. Yeah, okay. yeah. 40 minutes long. The pizza's been done for the like we we get done eating like 11 minutes in the video but we're still watching it afterward it's just oh it's yeah grand. yeah
1: and dude you're that's that's your content now thing. it's like, you now it's, it's essential it's essential i'm like like i'm not if i'm gonna be that person that's gonna spend like an hour sifting through something to watch on streaming i better have this figured out before i go get my taco bell or some shit right so like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh whenever like now uh, there's you know i mean it's in it's been this way this past year like i said but like i'll put on act man stuff and i'll watch that content and i'm like hell yeah this is this is what i want and then i'll the other day i tried to watch a movie and i was like fuck all that i'm like i don't want to watch <laughs> so, a movie right i want to you know, like, watch it's this funny content. how
0: you sometimes you you like you like i would way rather watch a youtuber right now than than an actual like well, full movie
1: yeah when I, mean, I watch your content though man it just reminds me why i love playing video games like the fun i have and the nostalgic i feel and i feel like you capture that really well whether it's halo whether it's not halo and it's nice to have stuff that's not halo cuz you know it's hard. I, I, I get the impression for a lot of people out there, um, that it's tough to to find that balance of like content you want to do versus content that's topical and new and relevant and shit. But like you're kind of across the board, and it balances so well. And I just I really enjoy that because I never know what you're gonna really put out. But I know even if I haven't played it or experienced it, I want to watch it because I know it's going to be like A++, man.
0: Josh is going to make sure we continue this reputation of, of, of propping people up we have on. He's going to make
1: sure. <laughs> I have like a guy. year of like enjoying this stuff. And I'm like, man, I got to get this all yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no. I well, I feel like I have created a standard. Like
2: I, I want that standard of like even if you're not, if you see the title and the thumbnail and you're not that interested in the subject, uh, that you still want to watch it because it's me.
0: Like it's right. Actman quality, like staple of quality. Yeah, I yeah. no, I definitely. In that, feel that sense, way, my
2: ADHD is uh, it is a blessing and a curse. Let me tell you, because I will, like I said, I will kind of hop around and I will surprise you, mm-hmm. and I can, uh, you know, stuff comes into my head as I'm editing, and I'm like, I'm going to spend the next thirty minutes on on this five second joke. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Everyone's going to love it, um, and and you know stuff like that. Comes up and then it's also like I don't I want to play video games for five hours today and do no work at all, <laughs> and then it's like you know I have days like that sometimes. The, the balance, yeah, yeah. 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 But it man, it's a blessing it, and a curse. Yeah.
1: I get that. I get that.
0: Uh, do we thank you so much for being here. I, we, we've probably been going back and forth for it feels like definitely over six months, maybe close to a year that I've kind of been going back and forth with like when does Axman have time, when does Josh and I have time, and we finally mm-hmm. got here together to to sit down oh, and yeah. do this so yeah and it's we great super to finally get it, to man. talk to you man
1: I mean, and, and get to know you too because I, I hear your stuff and I see your stuff I remember seeing him in one of your videos I think you were doing like some kind of martial arts and I was like that's dope as shit I did a little bit of boxing when I was younger and shit so yeah I got my uh
2: I got shit? my bamboo sword down here
1: sometimes I just
2: oh swing.
0: nice just go at it around. <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. Why? He's standing up, swinging around his bamboo sword right now. <laughs> God, that's bad. This yeah. looks like the makings of a YouTube video right here.
1: Hell yeah, it does. Oh <laughs> man, he's spinning it too. Hell yeah. Oh damn, that's impressive. Why, we not, why do we not have this on? Video? I know we need to have this. He is doing some amazing spins right now, and I am. This is crazy. He's impressed. just out of his chair doing shit. Dude, that was amazing. That I can't was do great. that shit. Man. Sometimes thank I you just, for spoiling
0: yeah. us so much, man. And thank you for being Holy here. Shit, that was amazing, dude, us. by the way. that, um, that was, Obviously, man. we don't need to shout you out, but I'm sure there are some people that listen to us who haven't checked out your content. So check out The Act Man on YouTube. Uh, awesome dude. He came here and did this on his own time. We really appreciate yeah, it. That means a lot, man. Um, just thank you so much. And uh, guys, we're, we're so glad we could have you here on the Sacred Icon Podcast. And as always, keep it
2: sacred. Peace, guys. Thanks for having me on, boyos.